Hello everyone and welcome to the Culture University Podcast, the podcast for the bougies, righteous, and those in between. I am your host, Brittany, and it is so good to... I'm just so glad that y'all are able to hear my voice again Um, because I know so many people have been just waiting, asking like, Britt, like, Britt, like, (laughs) Britt. So I don't have a guest on this first episode of season three. Um, I don't have a guest. I am my own guest, I guess you could say. Well, not I guess, but you can say that I'm my own guest. Um... I just recently saw a post by a post from when Snoop basically did his um his thank you speech when he was um when he when he received the oh shit when he received his star his star when he received his star um on the Walk of Fame Hollywood Boulevard um and he pretty much said I just want to thank my damn self. And I really, and I really can't even blame him because since the last time y'all have heard me, so much has happened. In all honesty, so much has happened. Um, May 23rd was the anniversary of one year of the Culture University podcast. And since May 23rd, a lot has happened in terms of the world and a lot has happened with me. Um, so not to give you like this boring rundown, but me being me, I'm going to give you a rundown and I'm going to give you a synopsis. So since we left off, I graduated, I got a degree (laughs) Um, and it was not easy. The whole process was not easy and it got especially hard um, once the pandemic hit because I don't know if anybody else is what experienced it, but I'm, I, I do know a lot of people experienced it, whether they were in graduate school, school period, had a job or both. It was just like a lot internally, a lot emotionally and a lot mentally. When I first started this podcast back in May, I was energetic. I was ready. I had that same hunger and that same feeling that I had when I was that 18, 19 year old girl at North Carolina A&T State University studying journalism and mass communications. Um, But I graduated with um, my bachelor's. I ended up changing my major to speech communications. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just really, I I had lost it in all honesty. Like I lost that love. I lost that passion. And I believe that came from, honestly, imposter syndrome. I think that came from just letting all the other so-called important things and I won't say so-called but letting all the other important things take over my craft and my creative spirit one thing about me is I'm I'm very creative um it takes not it takes I won't say it takes me a while but I have to get there like I have to get there I have to get in that mode I got to get in that mood and so one thing that I do want you all to understand outside of the imposter syndrome my creativity I would, I would get a, I would get a, I would jump and get this bright idea. And then I was just be like, oh no, hell no. And so with that being said, the last episode was with my good friend, Sam Hunt. And, um, it was, it was a great episode. It was dope. 
season one and season two was dope. But like I said, just that imposter syndrome. So if you don't know, imposter syndrome is just basically where you, in in lack of better terms, it's like you, lack of a better words, whatever y'all, <laughs> you get, you get in this space and you like, wait a minute, hold up. Am I supposed to be here? Um, and so with the podcast thing, like when it started popping off, I was excited. I was energetic and I was feeling it. But one thing about me is like, I'm really not big on just like being in the light and people just really just want to hear me and see me and all these different things. So when the podcast was building up, picking up, not even just because of the guests, because of the voices, um, I was just like, whoa, like people, people feeling me, people effing with me. And one thing that I don't think people realize is that sometimes when people F with them, it's, it doesn't bother them in a sense like they don't like it, but it's a shocker. And that's the imposter syndrome. I don't, it's like you, you, you attack yourself because it's like, you're not supposed to be here. And so I didn't really even realize, realize that I had it until I went into a space at my new job after graduating my full-time job. And I was, I've been, you know, I've been talking to students and talking to different people and they're just mainly the students and mainly the African-American female students. And they are so young and they have so much potential, but they get in these spaces, honestly, with these white people and they're scared and they don't know what to say. They don't know the right things to say. And so me being me, I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Like I'm, I'm giving them, I'm dropping gems. I'm giving them different tips and to just go in. But then the more I got to think about it, I'm like, you, you be struggling with the same thing too, sis. Like, come on now. And so, and just thinking about it, it really made me realize how much is, how easy it it is for the motivator to motivate everybody but it gets difficult for the motivator to motivate themselves and so I'm in, so you know I'm motivating these students but the uh, the one thing that I'm passionate about is like being put on the back burner because of the same thing so um with that being said like I still took time out because for me it was like I want to go I want to go back into the podcast, not just with confidence. I got that, you know, but putting that imposter syndrome away. And so, um, I just, I I started soul searching on that. I started soul searching on the creative piece. Like, what do I want this to be? I don't want this to just be a podcast. One thing I do take serious is the stuff that I do. And so I got to thinking like, if it take time, it take time. So, you know, I let my imposter syndrome, I let that go. And then I got a message from somebody and they were like, I love your voice. I love the podcast. I can't wait to hear more. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm back. I'm back. You know, so it's just all motivation. So all in all, I will say though, if you're suffering from imposter syndrome and you suffering from people from the, not people, but suffering from the thought that you're not good enough, no one understand that if you wasn't supposed to be in that space, if you weren't supposed to be afforded the opportunity 
opportunity, you wouldn't have it. Like, and that's one thing I had to realize even down to the podcast. Yes, I created it, but if I wasn't supposed to, to, to have it and to cultivate such a great space for my people. And when I say my people, I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about my people, Greensboro, North Carolina. Like I've had a lot of dope ass people from my city on this podcast. And so I cultivating a space for my people. It feels good. And it's, it's back. It's here. It's ready. So outside of that, I've also since, you know, since season three, I've even realized how how much the pandemic has helped me how much the pandemic has changed my way of thinking um when the pandemic first hit I panicked I went into straight panic mode because I needed to know how I was gonna eat like I'm thinking the job is over how am I gonna do this and so I went straight into hustle mode and I picked up a, 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 a extra hustle, but the job still didn't stop. School still didn't stop. So I was able to get so much done. But the one thing that I realized is that we, before this pandemic hit, we were in a space where people really and truly did not, what's the word I'm looking for? Like people really and truly were, <laughs> were just like, moving on America's time and then it got to a point where it in a sense it flipped like like we really flipped the script not knowing that we would be able to flip the script I believe and we began to stop being able to move on um on America's time and America started kind of having to move on our time with certain things and they also had to when I had to but we you know we the people you know were able to get some funds. Now, however you got them funds, that's on you. And so even with that too, I still realized the pandemic also allowed me to see how much we, and I'm going to say we as black people, because I can't speak for white people, honestly, but how much we as black people, we really be in people business. Like, I always knew people just are generally nosy, but when it came to this PPP stuff, y'all, we nosy. <laughs> we 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 real nosy, and it's kind of it's kind of sad. Well, not kind of. It's real sad because we nosy as hell behind people's money, and we will always try to find a way to put one another down. Like if whoever got that PPP, enjoy your money, spend it how you want to spend it. How, whatever happens after that, that also, that too is your business. So I realized that like, I already, like I said, I knew we was nosy, but damn. Um, and with the pandemic, I also realized, and I'm, and I'm saying with the pandemic, because I know y'all like, it's over, <laughs> like, but it's really not. Um, but outside being, outside of being nosy, once the vaccine hit, um, it also opened my eyes up to something else, like. People, once again, are nosy, and they really want to know if you got vaccinated. And so I just posted um, a poll on my Facebook page just to see, is it appropriate to ask people if they've been vaccinated? And the answers were crazy to me because they were 50-50. Like, I was, I was I, on some real, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting people to, um, to do that like I wasn't expecting a 50 50 I was really expecting a lot of people to say it's inappropriate but I definitely can see all perspectives um 
to answer any of y'all's questions. No, I'm not vaccinated. Um, fortunately, I was fortunate enough to not get the vaccine. And excuse me, I was fortunate enough to not get COVID in this time span. Am I saying I won't ever get it? No. Am I saying I want it? Hell no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I didn't get it for a lot of reasons. Um, I didn't get it because I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know what's in it. Like, um, I know I eat, like Chris Rock said, you can eat Fruit Loops. People eat Fruit Loops and I don't know what's in it. I can read the side of that box. Um, but, and you can find out what's, what's in that COVID vaccine. But it's just, honestly, the way that the world has been, um, and the way that life is and the way that nature is set up, I'm just like, shit, I drink water, take, you know, leafy greens and stuff like that. Like, so I, I've been thinking along those lines, but I also do consider some people who they just want to be extra careful. I'm not against you if you get it, but it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, dang, like y'all really going hard on this vaccine, vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. And so even with that, it, outside of just people being nosy like they are, it really taught me that, or it's really showing me how much we as people will decide on. Like we, we, we're never gonna be able to come to uh, agree to disagree, a mutual agreement. Uh, okay, that's what you're doing. I'm doing this, but you do you. Like we're never gonna be able to come to that. We're gonna always find something to debate about. So with that being said. Do what you want to do. And when I say do what you want to do, like, do what you want to do. Um, so that's that. In this last year between COVID and, um, well, I don't want to say last year. Well, yeah, in this last year and also since season three. So with that's within the last year. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who lost her fiance. And that was, that was. It hurt me because you really, and, and she lost her fiance on the day of their baby shower. And it really, if, if nothing, nothing on this, if nothing has taught me anything, like don't get me wrong, the Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd, the pandemic, all of that has taught me to be grateful. All of that has taught me to savor every moment. All of that has taught me to stand up and fight for myself. But when that happened to my friend on the day of her baby shower, one of the most important days of her life, um, it really showed me, it really showed me how we should really just cherish each other. It really showed me how we should really live our lives to its fullest potential. It really showed me, honestly, that I need to get my ass back on this mic and start talking and to my people, sharing my people's experiences and the whole nine yards because you just really never know, y'all. Um, so, so like, take, 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 take nothing for granted. Like, nothing for granted um my grandmother was diagnosed with dementia um within this last year and to watch some to 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 watch somebody who 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 played a part in raising you and 
giving you all that you needed to succeed, whatever she could to succeed. And then watching her just here and there forget the smallest, the some you know, the smallest things, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts every day, but I think it's it's the more time goes on, you you deal with it. But it hurt, and so, um, mm. and so, it's just that has been another thing that has taught me: live your life, live your life to its fullest potential. Let nothing break you down. Let nothing get you down. Let nothing, um, keep you down. Cause we're going to all, we all going to fall. Like, like Donnie said, we fall down, but we get up. (laughs) Um, but watching just, just, just the roles being reversed and me having to take care of her versus her taking care of me or just my family. Um, rather, cause I'm not the only one that takes care of her. Actually, my mom and my uncles and my cousins, and we all play a part in it. And even down to my, um, my, my uncle's wife and my dad, you know, one way or another, and my siblings, we all play a part in it, but, um, in, in taking care of her, but just to watch, just to watch her and sit and talk to her and listen to her, share her life experiences with me, um, it's helped me. It's it's helped me a lot. And then just knowing how close my um my other grandmother is, my paternal grandmother is, even though she's not here in the physical, um, in the physical, she's here in the spiritual realm and I feel her each and every day. So it's just it's just all been, you know, one of those things. And so with all that being said, when it comes down to the Culture University podcast, the culture, I felt like y'all needed to know some of this stuff because in our culture, um, we just go so hard in life. We go so hard as black people. Um, we, we go so hard. Like, like for us, we ain't, you ain't earn nothing if you ain't struggle. And so I think that, 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 we need to, we, as my good friend, Shy Davis and my mother would say, we need to change the narrative on that. We need to create a new narrative because, um, we'll, we'll have to be down and out people for us to succeed, for us to do good. Do you, do you need to work for what you want? Are you going to have to work for what you want? Are there going to be some tough days? Yes. But don't ever feel like you got to be down and out to be considered before you rise. No, <laughs> no, you don't. Not in my book. And so, um, you definitely stay down till you come up. But, but if you if you can ease in somewhere, or if you see somebody can ease in somewhere, don't penalize them or belittle them because th- things was just a little different from them, uh, for them. Excuse me. So, yeah. But I think you know, as black people, we don't take life like into our own hands and just go and live and, until sometimes it's really too late. Don't let your family member losing their life. Don't let your family member being diagnosed with some type of illness or disease. Um, don't, don't wait, don't wait for those. Don't wait for that. Don't wait for that. Y'all go out here, love on your people, live your life, fix, fix, fix those 
fix those issues. Mental health is also a problem. And we need to, we need to tie up some loose ends when it comes down to trauma and mental illness and things of that nature. Like, take care of yourself, but take care of your people as well. As black people, we do not ever need to go into these spaces with blacks, with, with other blacks who are higher up, with white people who are higher up, with men because we're women, and vice versa, thinking that we're less than because we're or or we're not supposed to be here no if you in that space know that you're supposed to be in that space i'm here to tell y'all that the kid is back (laughs) if you want to be on one of our upcoming episodes please make sure you shoot me a text I'm, I'm real personable. Shoot me a text at 336-582-0599 um, if you want to be on the show. If you would like for me to sponsor your small business or soon-to-be big business or your big business that used to be a small business, please make sure you text that same number so we can, you know, chop it up and get some things going so that I, too, can um, blast your stuff, on, the, on not just on the podcast, but also on the um, on on the web page on the on the Instagram page, you can follow us at the Culture Youth. That's T H A C U L T U R E in the letter U. That's culture. Um, the Culture Youth. But yeah, thank y'all so much for sitting and just listening to me pour into y'all for a smooth. 20 minutes or so. I do appreciate all the love and support. To all my loyal listeners, we back. To all of my new listeners, this is your first time. I thank you for taking the time out to listen, tune in, and get these jewels. There will be so many more to come. Stay tuned. Until next time, we out.